0: The underdog is howling. Stanford, Steve, and the Bear. Ah, yes, a home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Plenty to get to, Bear. We got Pac-12. We got Big 12 teams to get to. I got breaking news. I see it. In Colorado, Ooh. Colorado season win total moved to a different number of two and a half. We will table that. And get to it later, all right? We got week zero picks. People want picks, and I've been looking up and down, trying to come up with something for week zero. We got the con on the road at Utah State before Utah State goes to Alabama next week. We got Vandy on the island late. Uh, We got two Big Ten teams playing a conference game overseas. Uh, what, What sticks out to you for this week zero slate?
1: The, the, the only game that I really, really like is, is Illinois, and I think we talked about that yeah. last week in the, the Illini Lane 10. Uh, look, I, I don't think this is going to be one of Craig Bowles' best teams at Wyoming. You're talking about a team. You lost your leading rusher in holiday. You lost both quarterbacks who played. You lost your top wide receivers, and they were kind of hit and miss last time on offense anyway. So, I don't think they're going to be able to score uh, a ton of points against a defense that did pretty well last year mm-hmm. uh, in, in the Big Ten. You bring in Barry Lenny now as offensive coordinator. You would expect you're going to get good defensive play. Uh, Bielema has that one two punch at running back. Uh, I, I like Illinois in this game, and, I, and I'm willing to uh, to lay the double digits. The other game that I, I'm undecided on, it's it, it's funny. I, I had a I've had an I mean, again, it's like the the week one college football season is here, like sicko disease. I've had so many people, probably just because of where I am and where you're not anymore, asking me about UConn, Utah State, and I'm not necessarily high on Utah State uh, this year compared to where they were last year. Uh, Logan Bonner had some had some had had a knee injury that I believe it was that he suffered in the ball game, and uh, I don't know if he's cleared yet or not. Um, but it seems like a lot of points to be laying here. Uh, you would think that, uh, that, that, that that Jim Mora coming into UConn uh, has the Penn State transfer quarterback now. Uh, they, they'll show a little bit more life offensively uh, than they did a year ago. It, it seems like this is probably way too many points, even though you would say that Utah State wants to put up a big number knowing that they're going to go to Alabama next week and and take a large L but I could can, I see the numbers drop below 28 now so 27 mm. and at 27 and a half it seems like a, a a key type number but uh if you're sitting around Saturday afternoon in the Nutmeg state and you're you're watching the beloved Huskies I, I could I could see myself taking the other uh, the the University of Connecticut Huskies at plus 27 and a half or something but, but I do like Illinois minus the 10
0: uh, I agree with you on all facets. I, I like Illinois. Uh, when I think about what they bring to the table, I keep going back to the Bielma quote, and I said it last week. I didn't come here to win five games. And, Coach, you're not going to win five games if you lose this game. I think they'll have a lot of juice in, in, in champagne. Uh, I'm fired up to see what the offense looks like with Barry Lunny Jr. from UTSA coming in, along with Tommy DeVito who's good was pretty good when he was at Syracuse. Uh, I love the tight end, Luke Ford. Um, I agree with you on Wyoming. I don't know where they're going to fall in the Mountain West. I would expect it to be in the bottom tier. But I think Bielema has a chance to jumpstart, just like he did last year, against Nebraska. So I I feel good laying the points there. And I can't get my eyes off of this Vanderbilt game because – I just saw a tweet. Um, I was reading this morning where Hawaii. Are you,
1: are you are you worried about not being able to watch this game?
0: No, I'll be watching. I'll find a way. Okay. I'll find a. Okay. Way. It's not a problem. My issue is Hawaii. Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he. Uh, they put out a tweet about Vanderbilt doesn't know what they're in for. This stadium's gonna have ninety three hundred people strong. And it's gonna feel like it's gonna. And he said it's gonna feel like
1: ninety thousand.
0: And I'm like, I just think about this game where Vanderbilt, like, just trying to get on the right track. I can't imagine how long, you know, the offseason was. How bad the roster is when you look at it in the in the conference, right? Mm-hmm. And he's gonna probably go with the, the young kid, Mike Wright, at quarterback. Uh, They got some seniors coming back on defense. But it's going to – I mean, we've seen this Hawaii games a million times. It's going to be hold on to your butts the whole time. I would imagine Vanderbilt's going to feel good about their advantage on the line of scrimmage and try and pound the ball, shorten the game. But no matter what, Hawaii's going to feel – going to be five wide. Timmy Chang's going to be throwing – you know, have his guys throwing the ball all over the yard. And they'll bring lot, they'll,
1: they'll bring in a line judge from Waikiki Beach to come in and be on the officiating crew. <laughs> the key moment—you never know.
0: It's—is Vanderbilt going to score enough to win? Uh, it's just giving the points people, there.
1: There are a lot of people that like Vandy in this game.
0: Well, I saw it's down to six and a half now too. That's what's crazy. Um, I just for ha-has. I will guarantee I'll have an Illinois-Vanderbilt teaser Saturday. <laughs> I will say that. What, what okay? could go wrong? <laughs> um, why not? I just I, – I know what's going to happen. Uh, the right side is probably Hawaii, but I I, I would like to see Vanderbilt get off uh, with a win, knowing what that SEC schedule looks like. Uh, the game everybody will be watching is Nebraska-Northwestern in Ireland. I said last week the only side I could take – is now that it's especially up to thirteen is Northwestern that doesn't make, make me feel great, but there's no way Northwestern is going to be as bad as they were last year. I just don't see it. They've got some good seniors. I expect Holinsky to be better at quarterback. They got the great left tackle. Uh, they've got experience in the secondary. They got the running back back. And will Nebraska come out? You know, guns ablazing with that offense. Uh, we know you know, I was reading Frost is still doing the run game and Whipple's going to take over the pass game. How's that going to go? You yeah, know, does Northwestern Yeah, uh, does Northwestern get a, you know, a turnover early and go up early? I just, I don't want any business giving 13 points. I'm fired up to see both teams this year. I just don't like giving double digits in a conference game to start the year in Ireland and all that comes with that. So, if I said I said it, if there's any side for me to take in that one, it's 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 Northwestern plus the points.
1: The, the other game that I'm kind of interested in as well, but for I guess I should probably just touch on. Yeah, I I, I would be with you. I, I could see Nebraska being in one of those money line parlays if I were to throw one oh. in, um, for, for just because of how last year started with the mm-hmm. debacle against Illinois. Uh, so many different. Uh, different facets of, of Nebraska. I think they they'll win the game, but I, I would not be wanting to lay 12 and a half or, or, or that many points uh in, in a game with the other guess you know you know we're gonna see Pat Fitz running up and down the sidelines with 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 those shorts on and short sleeve shirt all excited. Fitzgerald in Ireland in Dublin, but yeah mm-hmm. I I would I would not want to see I would not want to lay this many points with Nebraska. And I don't know if I'd want to lay seven points with FAU
0: uh, with, 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 I, Cose, I was just gonna action
1: with, with, with Cozy Perry. Cosy Perry a quarterback. Uh, Charlotte's a team that uh, took a little bit of a step back last year, but but, but I think that program's on, on good footing. I'm good footing. I'm not sure what we're gonna get out of FAU. And I, I think they got some problems on defense, which I mean, it, it started out kind of well last year, and then they just went downhill fast. Mm-hmm. I, I, you look at you look at the, their, their their final games. You 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 mean blown out by Western Kentucky late, but lost by two touchdowns. Old Dominion lost a lost to Marshall by more than two touchdowns. Uh, lost by double digits to a to a bad Middle Tennessee team. I I I, I, I just don't know um, if you if you'd want to be laying that many points with a uh, with a team that I think has a ton of questions on the coaching staff as well.
0: Uh, agree on all fronts. One thing I do want to see Saturday night is what North Carolina looks like on offense. That's what I that that this that I didn't realize they had this game, and we talked about mm-hmm. them going into those two road games. Uh, I'm real. I mean, he na- he named uh, May the starter, uh, and I typical Mac Brown. We don't have a plan going forward after that. Trust me, <laughs> Coach Brown has it's a plan, plan with what he's going to do with his quarterbacks. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm expecting. I haven't done my Florida A and M research, uh, but I just want to see what Carolina looks like. Uh, May's a big dude. Um, played a little bit last year. Obviously, you know the family ties there with with the family. So I just want to see what they look like, um, and see Coach Chiz with that defense, yep. and see what he's got on that. So uh, I'll, I'll definitely have my eyes on the ACC network. Uh, how much Saturday do night. you think? How
1: much do you think we'll really see from? Uh, From the heels, it's it's kind of a tough situation because you need to run your stuff uh, with with so many inexperienced parts against an overmatched opponent. But at the same time, when you go to Boone against a team that's not going to be as much overmatched, you kind of want to have some element of surprise. So it's kind of a kind of a tough spot, I would think for uh, for 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 Mac and the and, and the Tar Heels, kind of trying to figure out that that sweet spot of, okay, we want to run this, but at the same time, let's hold this back.
0: Yeah, you're going to know what you want to do from a standpoint. You're going to want to get your offensive line involved, get them some hits, you know, run your basic runs. I think you're going to save all your special runs and stuff like that. But what you're definitely going to – they're going to do is throw the ball deep to make sure App State sees them – be like oh wow all right this this is this is a guy this is a guy who's the new guys maybe you maybe you run the deep stuff with different personnel knowing that you have your stud wide receiver and you do your underneath stuff so there's plenty of options in that offense like I said they're not going to hold back I think Max going to have that home crowd they don't come back uh I think home until that Notre Dame game so he's going to want to give that home crowd something so I wouldn't be afraid of them holding back I mean if they want I'm sure they could run a couple guys past the Florida AM secondary. And if Florida AM is going to play that far off, then they could do whatever they want. But they could still be basic and, and, and get some big splash plays uh, with the talent level they have. So I'm, I'm not worried about, like I said, I just want to see it because uh, I'm fired up to see what they are because they are an ultimate wild card to me this year. Before we move on, we've got some exciting things going on at ESPN podcasts. First, Consider this the official announcement of the College Game Day podcast. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can listen to hosts Reese Davis, Pete Thamel, and all your favorites from College Game Day. This is a big deal. Go subscribe to the College Game Day podcast wherever you're listening to this show right now. And 30 for 30 podcast presents the longest game. In the spring of 1981, the Pawtucket Red Sox and Rochester Red Wings met for a minor league game. Over the course of 33 innings, the two teams would make history. This episode features archival sound, an accidental treasure trove of the game's play-by-play broadcast, and interviews with those who experienced it firsthand. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You ready? Showtime. you pick Pac-12 Big 12 which way you want to go first
1: uh, let's, let's talk Pac-12 let's talk Big 12 rather alright Big I, 12 I think, I think the, I mean, both are interesting conferences and,
0: uh, they I, are I
1: have a, a ton of win total thoughts uh, really in either league but I, I get some overlying thoughts
0: um all right, the one thing i realized that stuck out to me going back and looking at these teams, what happened last year, for how many one-score games there were in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, Kansas State, Iowa State, um, just so many um, that shows you how, how tight the league could be. And when – I mean, I'm trying to – you know, everybody feels like they have a different take on to win the conference, and I know there was a discussion – When the odds were announced, who was the favorite? Uh, There was Oklahoma. It was Baylor. Um, You know, obviously, Texas is the hot team everybody wants to talk about, knowing the Alabama game is out of conference. But let's hold off of that. Let's just start at the bottom uh, for win totals. Kansas, it's two and a half. It's overs 145. I'm just going to say this blindly. They go over. Trust in Lance somehow, some way. They'll get one where you don't expect it, and I expect them to start off the year. I mean, you get West Virginia on the road week two. You got to go to Houston, and then you get Duke home. Uh, I would expect you to be two and two at the least uh, after that, and then you got to get one um, coming in. You get the rematch with Texas at home. You get Oklahoma State coming home, TCU at home, Iowa State at home. So it's – you would probably want the teams figured out the other way but i just blindly i can't i can't go against Leipold and what he's done there uh i i think they get 3 wins this year
1: yeah you're you're, ba- you're basically saying do they win a big 12 game that, that, Yes. that's ultimately yep. or
0: and, and they and did this, last year
1: and they did in a, in a in a wild ridiculous game uh against texas and they played oklahoma well as well uh i disagree there i i'd go under okay all right, I, I I I think everyone's going to point to that. I, I can see them being two and two uh, after a win against Duke, and people pointing to Iowa State potentially being down this year, and it's an opportunity for them to have a winning record for the first time since whenever uh, in, in the month of October. And I don't know, I, I can see that as a spot where they kind of with with a lay an egg. I, I I'd feel much better about three than two and a half. But if you're asking me two and a half, I would put under. I think, okay. the big, I, think, I, think, I think the Big 12 is really, really deep. And, yeah. and I've said this before on some other shows like you could take Iowa State, TCU, Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas, Kansas State, throw them in a in, in a blender, pick two of them out, and any two com- any combination you get of those two teams, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the conference championship game.
0: I, I wanted to get to that because there's two teams that I have circled. Um, and I I I could see them meeting there, even though it doesn't seem like a possibility. And we'll get to those teams. Um, the crazy thing about Kansas is they won what two last year? Because over under was one and a half, I thought, or okay. one.
1: Yeah, the, the, the I ended... know the I know the Big Twelve total was one, and I played under basically as a free roll for them to go winless, knowing Got that it. they weren't going to win, knowing that they weren't going to win two, and they won. And I, I was so happy that they won the one game in Plush. I was very happy that they beat Texas. That was great.
0: Uh, The one thing that sticks out, and I'm sorry to go on Kansas here, they had a positive turnover margin last year, plus three. That's crazy to me. Um, Knowing what bad teams usually do is not win turnover battles. Uh, That's just something that stuck out to me. Uh, West Virginia, five and a half. Uh, Got their work cut out for them early. Uh, We know – The quarterback situation going into week one against Pitt. Uh, Graham Harrell is now the OC. It just hasn't been good in West Virginia to me. It starts with the quarterback position. You get Daniels in, you get Harrell. They work together. I know the numbers weren't great for SC quarterbacks when Harrell was there, but I think that had a lot to do with the flawed roster and those guys striking out on recruits. Uh, Neil Brown hasn't been higher than 82, 82nd in scoring in Morgantown since he got there. Fourth year, this is his 14, or he did go 14 straight years of call and plays. And he's handed that over to Graham Harrell. Um, I still think I like him week one, the cover. I just feel like that's a funky number. They get all their old line back. But the problem is, is the last year, the sacks allowed, um, 38 sacks allowed was the second most in school history. The schedule is absolutely brutal to me. I was thinking over when I was reading all their stuff, but it's a stay away for me. Five and a half is over at minus one hundred five, so it's a pick them. Uh, your thoughts on the Mountaineers?
1: I honestly have no idea what way it's going to go for West Virginia. Yeah. They're they they're they're a team I don't have a great grasp on. I'm in this league, and I'll, I'll openly admit it. I, I think uh, the defense losing so many players. Uh, th- I think that's going to be a problem. I-, I can see them being involved in a lot more high scoring games uh, than they have been in the past. I, I don't want to say it's going to be back to like the Dana era where they're in those mm-hmm. ridiculous or, or the ridiculous games that they had with Baylor. But but mm-hmm. I-, I think with Daniels, a quarterback and uh, some of, some of the-, the problems that they can solve uh, the drops that they've had on-, on offense, I think they can score some points and- in that league. Losing so many guys uh, on the back end of that defense, I think that could be a problem. Um, I do tend to think it's a couple too many points, uh, against Pitt, uh, just w- w- with the Panthers breaking in, also, some, uh, yeah. some new players on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we-, we can expect Pitt's defense to be good, but at the same time, uh, they've given up some, some yards and points, uh, at times as good as their defense is as well. So if I had to play that week one game right now, which I'm sure we'll talk about it again uh, mm-hmm. next week, I would lean towards taking the seven. But in terms of a West Virginia win total, I, I just, I think there are too many variables because who knows the offense could absolutely take off and they could just wind up winning a bunch of 50, 50 games. So it's really not a win total. I'd want to be involved in.
0: And that's what I was going to say. Last time they had a transfer quarterback, Will Greer jump started. Those were kind of the best years Dana had when he had a transfer quarterback, maybe Jake, he, JT could do the same. Problem is the defense. Uh league low 13 turnovers forced last year, and they were 109th in, in quarterback pressures. They got to be better there. I won't be surprised if they went to Virginia Tech and won that game. I'll just say that. I believe that's week four.
1: That's a Thursday night game, too, I think. It's
0: a good chance. Oh, well. uh, you know, uh, Lane Stadium.
1: You know, Lane Stadium will be rocking. Enter Sandman, toughest home environment to go on and play. I'll be all wound up.
0: Uh all right, your ahead. cyclones. six and a half go.
1: I would be inclined to take a look at the over and I know everyone's rolling that rolling their eyes and shaking their head <laughs> and laughing there goes there goes bear again back in back back in my, Iowa State. but look, as bad as things were last year for them, their four losses, big big 12 play all were one score games. they outgained Baylor. By like two hundred and something yards and lost a game they should have won, they outgained Oklahoma in, 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 a, in a loss. But, like there, there were things that like, I, I think. Look, Brock Purdy did some good things, but especially at the Iowa game is another perfect example. There are a lot of times in some of the, in, in recent years where he just happened to turn the ball over at uh, in in opportune times a Big Twelve championship game a uh, year before that. It might be a good thing. That they're actually moving on this year from
0: yes, uh, I
1: I think change ultimately will be a good thing, and I think the fact that nobody's really expecting anything out of Iowa State this year, I I think that kind of falls back in line with the with with, with the, uh, the, the Matt Campbell. Motto uh, about the, the the no stars, versus the five, whatever, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think the lack of expectations will be good for Iowa State this year. Uh, I, I think this is a team that potentially could surprise. It. Like, look, you, you, you go to Iowa early on, but you, you'll beat Ohio, you beat you'll beat Southeast Missouri State. You got a winnable road game at Kansas. You Kansas State, which is another winnable game game at home. You got West Virginia, who who, who we, admit we don't know what to expect there. Texas Tech, like there are a lot of coin flippy type games. Like the teams you want to get at home, they get them at home. Uh, the teams you want to get on the road, the, the teams You get them on the road. So like, yep. it's a very favorable schedule for Iowa State. And look, I'm not saying they're going to win the league, but 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 I think taking a, a a shot on Iowa State to win the Big 12 this year isn't the worst wager in the world. You've Again, the defense—you know—with McDonald, they're going to get pressure. I mean, they were one of the best defenses in the country last year. Now they lose a guy; the Shane Young is gone. Uh, but, but there's a lot I think still to work with on the defensive side of the ball. I think they're going to be okay uh, in running back, even with um, yes, with with, with Brees Hall long. I mean, Gerald Brock—that he was fine. So,
0: he, like – Yeah, and he, reading everything, he loves what he has at the, at the running back position.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I like Iowa State, and, I, and I'd be playing over the
0: six-and-a-half here. Uh, agreed. Uh, I think it did feel stale with Purdy. It really did. And now you get Hecker's coming in, lefty. I just want to see him. Like, he's one of these guys. Like, all right, let me see him now. You know, I've seen Purdy. Uh, let me get Let me get Deckers in there. And what I think they're going to be able to do is surprise some people – With you know, even maybe against Iowa, is they've been so predominant with tight end, multiple tight end formations. They don't really have those guys anymore, so they're going to be different personnel wise. Uh, He likes what he has on the offensive line coming back. Will McDonald the fourth is a great pass rusher, Uh, maybe the best in the league in somebody's, uh, some people's opinion. Uh, But like it's it's as bad as it was. Like you said, the close games. It's it's right there. he averages – here you go. In Campbell's six years, the Cyclones average six one-score games each year, but they're 15-21 and 21 in those games. So, that's that's right there. I mean, that's – I get it. It's Iowa State, and now they want more because they got a taste of it when they went to the Fiesta Bowl and all that. But, hey, if my team's going to be in that many games, I'm good. I, I know they're going to get over the hump eventually Correct. with Campbell because he's too good of a coach. So, I'm with you there. Um – Let's go. Move on. TCU six and a half. Go ahead.
1: I, I, this is another. This is the other team that I took a shot with on winning the league. I, I didn't play the. I didn't play the win total because I think this is a little bit more volatile. And it, if things don't go the way I think they could go, um, you're you're looking at it uh, getting a little sideways because they do have the non-conference game. Uh, against SMU will be good. They got the game against Colorado. We've talked about that game, I think, already mm-hmm. about how I got be- i got down on TCU minus seven and a half, uh, weeks and weeks ago, anticipating this number going to to 10. I think it's a 10 and a half now. So, uh, it just, sure is. Just gonna, it's going to be an opportunity if I want next week to, uh, to have a little bit of a buyback, uh, and maybe get a key number of 10 in there, um, ne- next week. But, but, uh, you, dykes is now there he made he made no secrets about wanting this job you've mm-hmm. got one of the best wide receivers in the country uh in quentin oh, johnson they had, i mean pe- people having like i think hardcore college football fans know who he is but i'm not sure like like average fan who is a casual viewer knows how good of a player he, he is he, he just ripped apart Uh, Oklahoma last year in a game where TCU had all sorts of quarterback problems, and that'll be interesting to see as well. Like, what do they get? What do they get from 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 uh, Morris and 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 Duggan uh, back again? I think people are making a little bit too much of the fact that that Zach Evans is gone. I I think they're going to be okay. He was hurt most of last year, so I think they're going to be okay uh, at running back with some of the Kiandre Miller they like. Uh, quite a bit, and, and then there's another kid who they, uh, who we were, who uh, they had brought up, uh, uh, De Mercado, I think is his name, uh, that mm-hmm. they like as well. So I think they got plenty of weapons on offense. It's just going to be a question of does their offense taking such short drives do they kind of wear down the, the the defense and ultimately wind up losing a bunch of high scoring games? But but I think TCU might have been in a position where. It was, I mean, as much as Gary, Gary took that program as far as he could and built it into what it is and got them into the Big 12 and got them into New Year's six games and into national championship conversations. But it might have just been time for a change. So uh, I, I think the, the, that could be a positive thing. Uh, like I guess I think you get a, you get a, not two non conference wins that you should get. Uh, the SMU game will be tough. You get Oklahoma at home early on, mm-hmm. which is probably the good the time when you're want, gonna want to get you're gonna want to get them early, uh, uh before they before Venables and, and that staff get experience and before Gabriel uh gets more acclimated to a Big 12 type of play. So uh if I had to play it, I would look over, but at the same time, I do recognize that there is an opportunity for them to uh lose at Texas, lose it Baylor. Maybe you lose to Iowa State. The Oklahoma game doesn't go well. You lose that. The other game at SMU uh, d- doesn't go well. I, I think there are enough opportunities there for them to lose. But uh, but uh, but I do think there's also an opportunity for them that if things click and things go right, uh, there's a chance for them to have a pretty good season.
0: Yeah, I love the overhair. Uh, might be my favorite play in the conference. Uh, I just go back. The defense was absolutely atrocious. Going back. And look at 11 running backs had 100 yard plus days against them. 11.
1: That's just crazy. It was amazing.
0: And they bring in Joe Gillespie, who's a guy from Tulsa. If you watch Tulsa, they always play good defense. I love that hire. And they're going to be better there. They have plenty of playmakers. I think that, you know, maybe, you know, Gary, you know, it's 21 years and things, you know, ran, ran up against the wall. And, you know, did they check out? Probably but I like Sonny Dykes coming in from a stability factor, Garrett Riley's the offensive coordinator. And he keeps talking about this Sam Jackson, who's a 5'11 redshirt freshman quarterback from Chicago is a dual threat kid. And I wouldn't be surprised if they have a package for him. So I think he's going to have a ton of things to do on offense. The defense will be better. I would not be surprised to see them in the big 12 title game. I really like TCU this year. Um all right, one thought here. Texas Tech, do you have anything? Because I have one prediction for Texas Tech. The number is five and a half. It's minus 115. I'm not sure about that. The schedule is tricky, but I do have a prediction for them.
1: They'll, they're going to get someone. Like, like I, mm. I, I, I think that they're they are on the upswing. I think the fact that they're finally all on the same page, I think they love their coach. Uh, yes, I think I think they're going to build build the team right. I, they will. They will get either NC State or Texas or Baylor or Oklahoma. They'll win one of those games against a big name team uh, on their opponent on their schedule. Rather,
0: I will say this: you didn't mention the team who they're going to get. They are going to get Houston week two. They're going to get okay, them. or that. They are going to get them. So lock in that line if you see it anywhere around. Everybody knows the story. Kitley, who, well, you know, was at Houston Baptist. I believe his dad was a track coach at um, at Texas Tech. They, you know, Houston Baptist went there with Zappi and put up a ton of points. And then he went to Western Kentucky with Zappy, he set all the records last year. Now he's the OC. Joe McGuire's just done an unbelievable job killing it recruiting. I think they have a top 10 class already for next year. And what's crazy about them is they still had the goods. They fired a coach. They still went to a bowl game like that. That, that doesn't usually the guys go in the tank. They, there's a lot of juice around that program. I'm telling you, I really think they're going to be um, Houston week two. I think it's a brutal spot that we've been there. We were there on the greatest night there ever was in Lubbock. It yep. is. It's a swoon, man. Like that play. I, I hope it's a night game. That needs to be a night game. <laughs> uh, I need. I, I got to double check that. Um. All right, what else do we got moving out? Kansas State seven is the number minus one thirty-five. Your thoughts on the Purple Cats?
1: That feels that feels about about right, and it's not a side I'm willing to, uh, to 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 lay. I mean, you're you're asking for eight for eight and four, which is certainly
0: mm-hmm. certainly
1: possible. Can Adrian Martinez be the guy uh, after the disappointing injury-filled year season career. I think at Nebraska, uh, you, you'll you'll look at the you'll look at the schedule. The, the thing is, that the pieces are in place for a, for a three and start going to Oklahoma. Yes, and they 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 won't be they won't be a twenty eight point underdog at Oklahoma like they <laughs> when the, when, in when in, when in previous years when they when they pulled some major upsets. So you, so you know, OU will be on full alert. I think the 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 front end of that schedule gives them opportunities coming. How they? What happens with Oklahoma? Should they lose at Oklahoma, they come back and they get Texas Tech like that. That's yeah. going to be like the type of game yep. that determines whether they go over the seven or not. Because uh, after that, you got the Iowa State game on the road, and then after the bye, you go to TCU, Oklahoma State, Texas at Baylor. Uh, like that's a that's a really really hard stretch, and then you got the game in Morgantown, which like you know who knows what's going to happen with the year yep. this year, and then Kansas, who they'll blow out. So like seven feels like the right number. Um, I, I think seven and I think, I think eight and four is more likely than six and six. Uh, so I would play over if I had to. Um, but at the same time, it feels pushy to be.
0: Uh, I agree with all that you said. Uh, I thought, just thought a couple of interesting things about him getting rid of, I mean, he got rid of climbing, uh, got rid of his really good friend, uh, who's the offensive coordinator and brought in Colin Klein, Colin Klein called the plays in that bowl game against LSU. We know LSU was half the roster they normally had, but Kleiman was really uh, reading the things in the off season. Like he had, he knew he had to change the offense and he said he had, he realized that because, you know, they, 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 where is it? It's they They averaged 57 plays per game last year. And, they had just, to get no, more plays. It's just plays. not enough.
1: It's not but, enough. Well, no,
0: it, this is the best part. Is the reason he, he finally realized He's like, we never trailed when we were at North Dakota State, so it wasn't a problem. So he <laughs> realized that he had to change it, and I, I give him credit for that. I'm up against it because when he got the job, I said in four years, Kansas State would be in the Big 12 title game. This is the year. So yeah. when I talked about the two teams, I wish I could get a parlay or a matchup parlay. For Kansas State, TCU, and the Big Twelve title game, I would be willing to play that ticket. I think that would be a, an awesome number I, to see. I think that would be.
1: How about uh, that would be a great? You should go to the uh, the Kansas uh, Gaming Commission when when they launch there. I think they're I think they're going to be up and going, up and running by right. uh, by the time uh, the. And maybe I can run. Maybe I can run and make a uh, the wager for you. We can get okay. who, who's who's going to be in the state of Kansas. What, what books are going to be in Kansas? Or is Superbook going to be in Kansas? I Sounds know.
0: about right. We'll I see. I,
1: I I had John Murray create a uh, a prop yeah. last week, which was sure did. People have so been we're asking here about. We are. I mean, maybe maybe I can get, maybe I can get a uh, Mr. Murray, if indeed that's the case, to have a a, a prop posted in Kansas and uh, Big Twelve title game props. Hmm. The one.
0: The one thing that scares me is Martinez here because I didn't realize he had torn labrum surgery. And he did lead Nor- Nebraska in rush attempts. Whether that was designed, I'm still yeah. not sure. He's not, see, you, did, He's not gonna lead this team. He's not gonna lead this team in rush attempts.
1: Yeah, that's not the yeah, that's the old Kansas State offense when you had Colin Klein and Scott yeah. like Lee Lead. But did you see that thing too about how he played? Was it last year with like his jaw like just like rubber mm-hmm. banded shut? Like that, yeah. that's a good like. That's all like, I understand privacy and I understand you don't want to give opponents information about injuries on your team for an, but, but like, that's the type of stuff where like all the that people like made fun of Adrian Martino, a turnover machine. Like that's the stuff. Like if people knew what went on with these kids and like how hurt they were, what they were playing through, like. I, I think you'd see a lot less of that, and just you, giving these kids a lot more credit for everything that's going on in, 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 in their lives, especially when it comes, because you just never know what, what, what really the case is. And you hear, you read that, and you're like, damn! And, and here we are, make making fun of him in his 11th year, play against Michigan, and just all the all the losses and turnovers that they had, and the kids out there doing his best and under the the, the conditions that he's been being, being dealt with, so. That's my that's my rant, I guess. I'm mean, for the uh, make inj- make injuries public, so uh, a we know what the hell is going on, and b, and b so it's a little bit of a a, a fairer ground.
0: Uh, last year was the first year they they went with the three three five from four two five. I mean, Claman played that four two five for fifteen years. Uh, going back to the close games too in this conference, Kansas State seven games last year they either led or trailed by one score in the fourth quarter. Uh, they're right there. I think the defense makes another step. Uh, I'm going to give this a chance because I think he's a phenomenal player and I want to say his name. Felix anu- Anudike Uzama. 14 tackles for loss, 11 sacks last year. And then Khalid Duke also on the D line. I like Kansas State this year. I would go over uh, seven and a half. I will start you with this one. Who mm-hmm. wins more games, Texas or Oklahoma?
1: Well, you got Texas that got the problem they have Alabama in the non-conference League that's that's a problem because you're not winning that game. Texas very easily could have should could have should have would have beaten Oklahoma what for for yep. the last five years? Yep. And basically essentially you you're picking who wins the <laughs> Red River game is ultimately, I think what what, what, what it's coming down to right now. Mm-hmm. what what kind of what kind of number are you giving me? I mean, because what, what Oklahoma's win total is nine and a half and Texas is yeah. eight and a half. Is that
0: right? Yeah, so I saw eight, eight and a half circa, yeah.
1: So you're so you're getting plus money on on Texas. I'd take the plus money on Texas.
0: Me too. To have more wins. Me too. It's that perspective of what are they when they come out of that Alabama game? Yeah. Did they get out healthy? Did they they got out of the game healthy? Bingo. Did they, you know, did the did the the true freshman on the old line, how bad did they get exposed? Did they play up to standards? You know that that's to me because I'll tell you what. Do you think Oklahoma's going to Lincoln and winning?
1: No, I, it's, done, I it's no walk. They're what a field goal favorite.
0: I don't. I don't think that. I don't think they win that game. And I don't see how Oklahoma goes over nine and a half if they lose at Nebraska. I, I don't. No, I don't. I, see I don't see. I
1: don't think it either. I don't think so either.
0: Uh. Just reading, um, I picked out one. um, uh, Our guy Max Olson did the did the preview uh, for the Athletic on Oklahoma, and Mm -hmm. the way Venables talks, he doesn't give you anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple things. It's all it's It's, the old it's the old Bob Stoops method in Oklahoma. It's it's great.
0: He had. He did say they have, they, they're going to have 50 players this year that have never put on an Oklahoma uniform. And all he did was talk about what they lost, and he wouldn't say a word about the defense. So it's really hard to get a gauge on what happened, what will happen there. And then you talk about the deal with Gundy, and I think it was a, a, a huge reaction to not let it affect recruiting. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, he just took over. And I I don't know if it was was told to do that, but that came from a higher up. Um, Circumstances were not great, but he I mean, he attacked that situation and they're moving on. So I I think they're going to come out um, crazy against UTEP. I already looked at that over. I don't think it's high enough. Uh, They're going to chuck it. I talked about how much I love Dylan Gabriel with with Lebby. Uh, But I agree with you. I think Texas wins more games. I think Texas has way better offensive skill guys, and I think Sark will get those young guys to play up front. The issue is the depth. And I think Texas, I think Texas this year is a lot like Miami, where they have an opportunity this year to take a serious step. I just think the lack of depth up front on both lines of scrimmage from where Sark wants to have it and where Mario definitely wants to have it. That's what ends up getting them in, 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 at the end. Um, obviously, I wouldn't be surprised if either of these won the conference, but I just feel like that's where I am with these two teams. I am absolutely fascinated by that Oklahoma at Nebraska game because I, I, I think that's going to be a fantastic atmosphere and knowing what older people like us have seen with that game. And I know it's not what it used to be, but I'm just pumped to see it.
1: No, I, I think I think next year is kind of the year for Texas. With the amount of recruits that yeah. they had in the offensive line, I worry a little bit about how this quarterback deal is gonna gonna play out. Uh, it, it seemed like Hudson Card was ticketed to be the starter, and that wasn't just that wasn't just like the stuff that you were reading message board. Like, like that's that's kind of where it looked like it was headed. From what I was under the impression of, and then. All of a sudden, the late switcher, Oh no, it's going to be Quinn Ewers. Like, I, I worry if that was like a uh, another example of we hear about Texas boosters getting involved in the program. And hey, we got this big NIL deal with Quinn Ewers. Oh, you got he's got to be the guy. And you like you worry if like that came into play. I don't know that it did, but like, cards not the starter. Does he stay now? Like, I worry about stuff like that as well as losing the the wide receivers that they that they lost defensively they gotta be better. Um, they will
0: be.
1: They uh, will. Which I think I think that they will be uh as I- I- well. Um and yeah and and, and Oklahoma, you, you're right. Like we've talked about like I played under nine and a half for a good amount and then I found an eight and a half out hmm. there as well. At FanDuel, I don't know if it's still eight and a half or not. It was a couple of weeks ago, so I bought some over eight and a half back. Thinking nine and three was a pretty good uh, landing spot, middle to have uh, for for a little bit. So, like for all the all the talent that they had last year on the defensive side of the ball, all those guys now gone. You had Caleb Williams, you, you had Bim, like all and the, the running backs, like uh, Lincoln. Can't even say his name is now gone. But offensive line wasn't up to what you normally no. see from from an Oklahoma offensive line last year either. So like that's gotta be better. I, I think there are you won more close games than any team in the in, in the country last year. Um you gotta continue to win them all. Like mm-hmm. I, I I look, I I get I get your love for Dylan Gabriel and Jeff Levy. I I see it, I get it, I understand it. But at the same time, I, I, how quickly are we going? I mean, they, they're going to have to be good right out of the gate uh, mm-hmm. when, when, when they when they play um, when, when when they go to Nebraska. So, yeah, see, I see the upside, but at the same thing, I, I think this is like a nine and three type team.
0: All right, and the two teams that played in the title game last year are the two biggest wild cards. The meal and it's Baylor and it's Oklahoma State. Uh, I absolutely love both head coaches. Uh, I love uh, Grimes' offense coordinator with Baylor, and there's a trust with me there. But when I look at what they lost, I just – I don't think it's – I don't think it's repeatable um, what they did last year. Just an awesome season. Uh, And Aranda is as good as it gets in every facet. And Gundy might be my favorite coach in the conference from what he's done. I can't believe it's 18 years. Uh, I'll just ask you this. I I got Oklahoma State eight and a half. And Baylor over. Which over would you rather take?
1: Baylor. I, okay. I, I think. I think it is. I think it is sustainable. Uh, like, like it, it's it, Aranda is like a defensive-minded guy, and it, the, the the way between he and Grimes, the way they complement each other so well. You're talking about a team that plays just good, hard-nosed defensive football. Relies on defense to win games often. But at the same time, he's not afraid to bring in an offensive guy who went for it like more than all but two teams in the power five last year uh, on fourth down. So like it's kind of this like combo philosophy of everything. I love Oranda as a coach. I love Grimes.
0: Uh,
1: I I think Shapen Shapit was better, I think, than Bahannon was. Uh, I I think he will continue to improve. Yeah, losing Petrie, and, like, and, like, that, that's a big loss. But I think this team is well-coached. Uh, I, I think they're built to last. And I, I, I'm pretty confident in Baylor this year.
0: You think they go to Provo and win week two? Yes, I do. Wow. I do not. And that's where I think my problem starts. <laughs> I just I, – I still want to see more than shaping. The running back was awesome last year. I understand they got – got, I'm, I just need to see it. Like, I trust Grimes and everything, and I agree with you. If Those two teams, I feel like I would take the over. I think our guy Jimmy Knowles leaving Stillwater is, is an enormous yeah. loss. Enormous loss. Uh, and with those two teams, I would think Oklahoma State takes a little step back. I'm not saying you're going to have a disaster season. I love your program. Pistol Pete's my favorite mascot in the sport. Um, but I would lean with you on Baylor between those two teams. All right, let's take a deep breath. Let's go to the Pac-12. I guess we're not doing divisions this year in the Pac-12. Is that true? Yes. Because I can't find any odds to win the North.
1: It's it's, it's old old school, Big 12, where you just had your South opponent, but you're going to have the top two teams in the league. Meet in the conference. All
0: right, so we could have rematches of South teams because that's who I think. I think those three South teams are by far ahead of anyone else in the conference. Um, I do want to get to the breaking news of, let's start at the bottom so we don't waste a lot of time where we don't need to. Colorado's at Circa has moved to over 2.5 minus 150 and the under 2.5 plus 130. Do you say? <laughs> I would still lean under even at that number, and I'm getting plus money. Uh, I I don't see
1: it. Let's see. They got – I'd go under.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd still go under. Like, 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 you're not going to go to Minnesota. I wouldn't think and win.
0: No
1: way. Arizona on the road. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe. Or Cal at home. Who knows? Yeah, I'd still take a chance on plus money there uh, on the under. Yeah. Offense is gonna be so bad.
0: Oh god. Um all right, that's your Colorado breakdown. Sorry, people. Uh the next I, unlike
1: last like last year, where we had all the uh, the, the Pac 12 student reporters yeah. who, came yeah. great, who, gave, who came in and gave us great who gave came in and gave us great stuff. We you did. You're, 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 that, that, that's, what, that's what you're getting this year due to time constraints. Moving ahead to action further in the third quarter.
0: Arizona, three and a half. The overs plus one twenty five. Thoughts?
1: I I can't go over like I think this is a perfect team where they're going to be better than they were last year. But the way the schedule breaks down, I mean, you, your non-conference gimme supposedly is North Dakota State in addition no, it's to a not. game with Mississippi State and a game at San Diego State. Like that, like that's hard. Like like your 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 road games or Cal, who, who potentially would be a beatable team. Like we mentioned in the like is it, there's a chance like Colorado was the only game you win this year. It's possible. All right. I'd be looking at under on the win total, but a much more competitive team.
0: Okay. I want odds on Arizona wins more games than Arizona State.
1: Well, that would be a big plus number.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't have much on Arizona State. I don't. I, I just – I think there's too much – I'm not a big believer in Emory Jones. Um, the number six, it's plus 110. Uh, you, you think about what they've lost. You think about all that's going on in the program. It's just something I don't want to touch, and I could see, it. it you know, things going bad. You do uh, – or you should get two wins in the out-of-conference against Northern Arizona and Eastern Michigan. You do yes. go to Stillwater. I think that's brutal. I think it's a game like how how do you come out of that game? Um, and then I mean, just Utah USC off the get uh in conference is a rough way to start it. So uh, I if anything, I'd go under Arizona State.
1: Yeah, the good the good thing is you get two winnable yes. conference games on the road back to back weeks, Stanford, Colorado. But 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 I think what like what you just said, like I don't want any part of this because I just don't know. The psyche of the—I mean, there are a hundred and mm-hmm. whatever many teams out there. You can bet a season went to a little Why take your chance on a team that it could there get completely go. sideways if they, if they start losing early? More reports come out on Herm and recruit or whatever else is like it, it could completely get ugly. So I want no part of Arizona State.
0: Um, Stanford's four and a half, and it's been as bad as it could get. Uh, The run game numbers, whether it's trying to run ball or against the run, are as bad as I've ever seen. Uh, I understand what's coming back. I do love McKee. I do think they got some guys that came in early that are going to help the defense. I think five wins uh, is possible. Uh, If I had to take a side, I would go over on the four and a half. The problem is the end of the season. Uh, you go at Utah, at Cal, and then BYU comes in, who I think is going to have a big year after reading this week. You got road games at Notre Dame. Uh, you get USC right off the jump. That's a home game for USC in Palo Alto. And then you got to go to Washington and go to Oregon. Um, you get Arizona State at home. You get Washington State at home. I think there's five out there. You start with Colgate. Uh, I just It can't be worse. It can't be worse, and I, I I feel like after getting things back to normal and getting their strength program, whatever, everything Shaw's saying, I do think that stuff matters, and they did lose a bunch of their playmakers uh, with injuries and receiver, and they also lost a quarterback. We saw how bad it was, uh, but I think he, he fixes a lot. Uh, I would lean towards the over of four and a half with Stanford.
1: Yeah, I probably would as well. I think you're going to see some different things uh, from their offense as well. Uh, with with so we'll see how that goes. It, it just it's flabbergasting to me how bad they were last year. I mean, they were outgained by 148 yards a game last year. Only four teams in the country were outgained by a greater margin than them: Colorado, UConn, Kansas, and UMass. They yep. forced nine turnovers all year. So defensively, they were terrible. Uh, and it's just just saying, they won four three games last year, and No.
0: they started three and two and went three and nine.
1: That's what I'm saying. They won three games last year. And two yeah, of the three, three wins were and two of the three wins were Oregon and USC. Like, I, I, it was just simply amazing. But I would lean towards the over as well. Michael Wilson comes back, which I think will, yes. will help them uh, defensively, like you said, they can't be worse. In terms of the schedule, I would hope you, you gotta get there by the time that Utah game comes because I'm just trying to play amateur psychologist with this. You go to Utah where you're going to get bludgeoned and beat up Mm -hmm. up front and you got the the game at Berkeley. And if you lose the axe, where are you mentally when you're going to come home for BYU in front of 4,000 fans?
0: And it's just going to want to maul you. Correct. Uh, Yeah. No, it's, 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 you're going to know early. I'll tell you that. You'll know
1: early. That's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. would you rather take Cal or Oregon State over? Cal is five and a half. Oregon State is six and a half.
1: Probably Oregon State. Okay. Even, even, even though you do have the two tougher non-conference games, the game at Fresno and, and then the game against Boise.
0: You think they beat Boise? I don't know. I they're a dog, aren't they, or are they favored? Cal, Cal, and I Cal's, three.
1: They're probably a slight favorite, I would think. And then Cal's got to go to go to Notre Dame. Uh, after looking at the schedules, I might, uh, I might flip that.
0: Yeah, even, Montana I, I, State,
1: even Montana State isn't a gimme FCS game. Mm, I, but, like, 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 yeah, Cal I, should beat UC Davis. They should beat UNLV. You get Arizona at home. You go to Colorado in a winnable game. Yeah, like I could see six games. I could see six wins
0: for Cal. Yeah. That's what I, said. I, I Yeah, I, let's flip, flip, let's flip that. I, I would
1: okay. I would rather go over with with, with Cal. And just because I mean I I trust I trust Wilcox. Is there a better
0: coach in America that's under five hundred? Twenty six to twenty. I was gonna
1: say, yeah, it's exactly. I like, like we said, them trust them and defensively you know they're going to be good but but, yes. but offensively they're obviously going to need to be better.
0: Yeah, I uh that schedule is brutal me. I I don't know. I I want to try and touch on some some uh non-power 5 next week quick just the teams that we like and don't like uh but I I think Fresno State is set up very well this year. Um all right, USC. Uh plenty has been made I don't think you believe the hype. I don't believe the hype in in this playoff talk. I don't even know if they're going to make the conference championship game. The number's nine and a half. Who wins more games, Oklahoma or USC?
1: See, here's the thing. USC, if they lose to anybody other than UCLA, Utah, and Notre Dame, it's a massive upset. They're better than every other team that they're going to play. Agreed. And, and while I am not necessarily high on SC, I, I think the fact that you've got those guys on offense, they're going to be able to put points on the board. Can I say they'll both finish connect? I think USC has a better shot at 10-2 and two than Oklahoma does. How
0: about that? No doubt. No doubt in my mind. No, no, I, I just. It's because of the schedule. I, I really am dying to see the Fresno State game because I think Fresno State could beat him. Um, oh, that, that, fa- that,
1: that was like my favorite game last year. I remember coming home from wherever the hell it was in, in, in the wee hours and flipping on Fresno UCLA uh, early. And that was an unbelievable year. game. Unbelievable.
0: unbelievable. Uh, and Fresno state has a ton and they got your guy Tedford back. I, I mean, are they undefeated going to Utah? Cause I think the Fresno state game, I mean, they've had nightmares going to Oregon state, but now you got Lincoln yep. coming in. He doesn't know anything about Corvallis. So he doesn't right. care. Uh, and I think that I like that matchup. I guess they're undefeated going to, going to Utah. Um, I'll be surprised if they win at Utah. And then I don't think you know we'll get to. I I like UCLA this year. I would take a shot with them to win that conference, um, but I I definitely think USC wins more games than Oklahoma, and I just the team that that last game of the year, like what are is there anything to play for in that or, or you know Notre Dame game at the end. Because that's a brutal end of the season, mm-hmm. and and I will say this about SC: I get it, skill guys all over the place. They are super thin on the offensive line, and the guys they got coming back were not impressive.
1: And the crop uh, on defense,
0: yes. So
1: give up sixty two to UCLA.
0: And I, I don't know if, if Stanford could flip the switch and, and punish them like they did last year. How did they come out of that game? And then you got Fresno. It's just – it's it, I don't like high totals. I've, I've always said that. And I would stay away. So, um, But obviously, I think they're at the top of the list. Everybody's uh, most interesting most interesting teams this year, for sure. Um,
1: I think – th- it's funny. I, I think – trying to figure out the best way to say this. I don't want to say the best thing for college football fans, but I, I think the sport would get some juice, like no doubt, if if they lost to either Stanford or Fresno State. I think the 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 every the, the it's like the fairy tale right now, the honeymoon, and all mm. of a sudden it's like reality check comes in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're not. It, it, Lincoln Riley isn't the greatest savior, and Caleb Williams in and die and add his oh wait, they, they, they're still losing. Like, I think almost long term, that might be one of the better things that could happen to SC is if they kind of get that little bit of a reality check early on. Early on, and, and, yeah, and, I agree, and and, and then and, and and then move on from there. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I'm sure not,
1: not everybody's going to agree with
0: that. Uh, are you as high on UCLA as I am? I think they can win the conference.
1: I, I am. I am. I, I think. I, I think DTR coming back is a big deal. I think Charbonnet is one of the more underrated uh, running backs, certainly um, on the in, in the country, and certainly not the league. I, I think Chip made some changes defensively, which I think kind of hurt. Personally, given the, the relationship he has with some guys, but uh, they it, they needed to be made. Um, there's a real chance this team is undefeated um, when, when they when they host Utah, uh, given that schedule: Bowling Green, Alabama State, South Alabama, at Colorado, and then Utah. And they got Utah at home, idle week at Oregon. Like there's a real chance for them, uh, I think, to have. Uh, a special type of season, so I'm 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 with you. I'd be over. I'd be. Um, I don't know if I necessarily. what's the over eight and a half? Is that what it is?
0: UCLA's over eight seven. and a half. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I I'd feel better about a price to win the Pac-12 than I would eight and a half. Just because I guess eight and four could be in play if if the defense doesn't improve. They don't replace some of the guys. That they had lost in the portal. Like I, I I maybe DTR gets dicked up again, misses some time, but maybe you lose to you, Utah, you lose to Oregon, and, and things kind of go downhill. So I'd rather I'd rather take a little bit more of a bang for the buck uh at the nine to one or whatever they are to win the Pac-12, than I would go uh go over the year and a half. 30
0: thousand to one Charbonnet to win the Heisman. No shot. Take a shot. No take shot. Take a shot. Um I agree with you. I, I think it's a I think it's a dog fight between Utah, UCLA, and um USC. And I, I, I'm fascinated. I think all the teams I, I do think they're all legit. And that's I, I can't remember saying that. We haven't even gotten to Oregon, uh, who's the biggest wild card maybe in the mm-hmm. country, uh, to me. But those four, if Oregon pans out what I think they should be. Or what the expectations are. I'm not saying going over to crazy expectations and winning week one, but that's as solid of four teams as this conference has put uh, on the field in a while. It feels like, so I do feel like it's um, moving in the right direction. You mentioned offense,
1: it to ju- reports of that offense from Oregon haven't been that great. I'll
0: say that. No, couple couple picks thrown in the scrimmage the other day. Well, how, how
1: who who would ever have imagined that 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 Bo Nicks might have trouble <laughs> with, with, with ball security? I mean, what what kind of track record is there out there? What kind of film is out there on that ever happening? They could have never have
0: predicted that. No. Um, I'm trying to get Oregon's number here. Eight and a half. I think I would lean under there. I, I just think there's too much unknown. Um, coaching his first year, I'm just trying to see where they play.
1: They got Utah at Austin, but that hasn't mattered in
0: the past. No, it hasn't. I'm trying to figure out where.
1: The good thing is that their road schedule, they, they get the right teams, I think, on the road. You get Wazoo on the road, you get Arizona on the road, you get Cal on the road, you get Colorado on the road, and then the Civil War is on the, on the road. Like I think their schedule breaks out actually kind of nicely,
0: Um,
1: and then you get BYU at
0: home too. Yeah, that's uh, they're fascinating to me. I just I don't trust the quarterback situation. I just don't know how that first year head coach will handle. There's not crazy places to play in the conference, but they're very different. Um, Defensively,
1: they're going to be so good, though. I mean, everyone talked about KT last year, but. The, the, when they lost Flow, that was a massive deal. Soul mm-hmm. is so good. Like, like they're going to be really good defensively, and it's just going to be a question of whether the offense holds them back. I would lean over, but at the same time, it wouldn't shock me if they went eight and four. All right. I, I guess. I guess it basically comes down to like, do they beat BYU at home? If they beat no. BYU, if they well, no, they see there you go. That's why you're on the under, and I'd be yep. on the over. <laughs> right, like. Right. Yeah. Or then or the or maybe you say that they're only lost the rest of the way is Utah. Correct. Good. And that put that puts down in three in play.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's I mean, eight, yeah, eight and a half does change it. Because nine, I get your I, I think you're begging for a push.
1: Yeah, nine is a total begging. push number. You want yeah, yeah, you plus nine, you're not gonna get any action.
0: Um uh, that leaves us with the two Washington schools. Um, we didn't even talk about Utah. Come on, now. yeah, I just threw them in with the UCLA conversation. I expect a lot of things. I'm scared to death of Week One. I've talked about in shows. I've gone on that game. What Utah does Week One is going to be held over their head and the conference's head yep, sure all year, all year. So doesn't do it feel like good?
1: Florida? Doesn't it feel like Florida is going to be sh- like the sharp side in that game? Uh, I will guarantee, is, I, will Tom, guarantee
0: I will guarantee Florida is on winners uh next week. I will oh, just tell hello. you that. Lock lock <laughs> zero doubt. Um yeah, I I, I always I mean, listen, I, I Utah people don't have to hear me pump up, pump them up. I think they got the goods with transfers and uh recruiting to to fill the void of Lloyd and those guys lost on defense. Uh rising continue to impress me uh like hell uh even in the rose bowl i thought he was tremendous and uh special teams got in the way there i always expect the best out of utah Uh, i would i would say yeah over nine uh i just am dying to see what they look like week one that that the mugginess and the swamp and everybody fired up there i love napier um and It'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, it is not my most fascinating game of Week One. My uh, I want to touch with you on that at the end of this. But the two Washington schools, I just want to get to. I I love Waz- Wazoo over five. I, I think it's totally gettable. Uh, I love what they bring back. I'm super fired up for Cameron Ward, uh, the kid from Incarnate Word. He gets his offensive coordinator Eric Morris to come with him. Uh, I thought Dicker did a great job when he took over. I think their defense is going to be better, and in that, I keep saying the bit, but in the north, half the North teams have first year head coaches. I guess you throw Dickard in there, but I think they have um, more stability as they go into the season that how are they going to come out of the game against Wisconsin? That's obviously huge. What a total contrast of Styles that's going to be, uh, as Leonard, you know, with all the new changes on defense. Gets ready for this attack. Uh, I just I, I like it. Uh, they got to fix some things on the offensive line, but they have some options, and and they got two really good defensive ends. And what's their what's? I was looking at their. Are they four and four going into November? Because they get Arizona State, Arizona, and UW to finish the year. That's where I think the difference comes in. I don't. I'm going to have to wait, but I do like over five for Wazoo. Uh,
1: and, and, I, and I think UW is a real interesting team too. You know they're going be, to
0: be—they're
1: going to be much better coach with DeBoer who brings yes. in Michael Penix. Uh, I mean, their offense was so bad last year; C- couldn't run the ball, turnover machine at quarterback and Dylan Morris. Like, I—you like, I, I, would think if he could create that type of turnaround uh, at, at Indiana offensively, mm-hmm. you would think that he will be able to do it in the Pac-12. So I, I think UW, in terms of the team with the, with the higher ceiling, like they're probably if, – if you told me that they were 4-0 and going to UCLA, I would not be shocked at all. I,
0: I, I totally expect them to beat Michigan State. I think that's a game that is is really huge for DeBoer. And you've heard me talk about him, what he's done. I mean, go back to Indiana, Fresno State. I love him. I think the world to him as an offensive mind, and the pieces are there on defense. I think he'll figure out the quarterback situation uh, for sure. Um, their left think, tackle is all conference.
1: Wasn't it kind of surprising to you that that Hayner didn't go there with them? That surprised me.
0: Yeah, but I, I think the combination of cause I still think those guys will be all right at quarterback. And the fact that Hainer started there, I just, I, I didn't feel like that was, okay. that was right to go back there just because of DeBoer. I um, but I, probably probably prob-
1: was in his mind.
0: Yeah. I just, I like what they have. I, I mean, I know they were as bad as they were last year. I think it's fixable. And I think DeBoer is the perfect guy to do it. And I would, I would lean over seven and a half. I, and, and there's, We've talked to our guy McElroy a bunch of, you know, these season win totals where you look at teams and the numbers that much higher and they're begging you to to be astounded by the number. I, I would feel confident in, in thinking UW could get to eight wins this year. Uh, seven and a half is minus 130 now. Uh, I saw it circus. So, um, Two very, very interesting teams. It might be the two most yeah, interesting and teams and in the get, conference.
1: and you get Arizona and Arizona State as well. Yeah. It's kind of crossovers. like, that's who you want. Colorado, mm-hmm. you, you, you've got – like, I, I guess it's a crossover. Like, like, you get the right teams. Correct. Pieces, pieces are in place, I think, for them to have a pretty good year.
0: Very good. Big Mike Happy Recap. So, your favorite plays, Big Mike Happy Recap, uh, in the Big 12, I like TCU over 6.5 a, a lot and I like I would I would take uh, Kansas State.
1: I'd yeah, take I Kansas go, State over 7. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd play TCU and Iowa State uh, win the Big 12. Hopefully you get one of them in the title mm-hmm. game at a nice price to give yourself a nice little ticket. Um, I'd play Baylor over season wins. That's a little bit of a uh, contrarian apply i, I would state overseas in wins, which is a little contrarian and then uh if you see a nine and a half in oklahoma i'd play under nine and a half and then if you can find that eight and a half i don't know if that's still out there a FanDuel to buy mm. a little bit back as a middle you could do
0: that very good and in the pac-12 i love wasu over uh five is out there with a little bit of juice on it and I'm trying to think of the other ones i like ucla to win the conference uh, I think those odds are are, are doable. Uh, I think it's a three-team uh, fight. Oregon is the – I wouldn't be shocked if they won the conference. I wouldn't be shocked if they went eight and four. Uh, mm-hmm. They're the biggest wild card to me. But Wazoo mm-hmm. and I i, I really want to see what UW does. But the other teams, I mean, those – Arizona State, Arizona, and Colorado. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to – my mom told me if I no, – what is it? Don't no. say
1: if you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all.
0: Bingo. Um, but I think Arizona's on the right trajectory. I just don't think they can win any of those out of conference games. Uh, that's uh, that, that, and are, that's for that Arizona.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I I think out of the pac twelve, I think I'm most confident in Washington over and Arizona under would be the uh
0: the two okay. that we at. And week zero picks. Uh we're both on Illinois.
1: Both Illinois and uh, give me uh, Charlotte plus the, uh, the seven or seven and a half against FAU.
0: All right. And I'm going to tease uh, because I want to be miserable late Saturday night. Vanderbilt and <laughs> Illinois. Um, next week, we will have picks. I'm not saying it's going to be a pick of yours. And I know you're going to the Backyard Brawl. And I know you're going to Columbus. Yep. But what is the most interesting game to you in Week One?
1: I see. I, I think the I think the Florida Utah game is interesting for the reasons we talked about. I think Oregon Georgia is is really interesting as well because you've got an Oregon defense that I, I I'm really curious to see how Lanning molds that defense with with the guys that I mentioned Sewell and, and Flo and the other guys they have against. Uh, a Georgia offense, which he clearly knows and saw practice every day. Uh, if, if they can slow Georgia down, like does that offer a little bit of a blueprint? Does that offer concern for Georgia uh, in, in the East? And at the same time, I'm curious to see the new look Georgia defense with all those guys. Uh, it's well against an Oregon offense that may struggle. So, I'm really intrigued by 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 Oregon Georgia as well as as Florida. Florida. Florida, Utah, and Oregon, Georgia should not be taking your backseat to Ohio State, Notre Dame, Notre Dame in terms of the headlines at all.
0: You would rather take Oregon than Notre Dame to cover that big spread.
1: Yes, unquestionably.
0: Okay. It's crazy uh, talking to people around Georgia; they're confident, whereas everybody else feels like to be picking them apart. I think, I think we're going to see a team come out that wants to prove something with all the new faces they have. I'm really interested uh, to see that, uh, my most interesting game is a conference game and it's Penn state and Purdue. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am dying to see what both these teams look like in Purdue. Awesome year. I love Brom, uh, more than anything, uh, play caller, his approach, uh, what he's done. I understand the record isn't great, but When you go back and look at what his teams have done in big games or, you know, as an underdog, I think it's how you start building something. Uh, O'Connell, is he the second-best quarterback in the conference? We'll see. Will we see the freshman from Penn State at quarterback at all? I still think Penn State has – I still think we have – there's plenty of talent on that roster. uh, And I just – I I want – that place is going to be bananas Thursday night. So that's the game because I don't – I think it's both huge for both, obviously, their season win totals because I don't know if it's gettable if you lose that game, but it's another one where I could see Purdue on winners Thursday night knowing how much uh, Mr. Van Pelt loves uh, the home cheap dogs.
1: I was just going to say that you you talked about the 100% chance Florida's on winners, 98% chance Purdue is on winners with the bang that big-ass drum. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I it's, yeah. La, Very good. It, it does, it, he, he wouldn't go favorite week one with Ohio State, would he?
0: Mm, he might. He might. Because what is, That's it? up to 16 now.
1: Is it that high? Yeah, I, I
0: think so. I, I, think,
1: I, think, I, think, I think I saw 15.
0: Yeah, everybody's going to react to the O-line injury uh, for Notre Dame which is obviously huge, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's the best, man. I, I just, I want to see, I mean, reading all these teams, I just want to see these guys now. And, you know, I mentioned Oklahoma, 50 guys haven't even put on the uniform, just stuff like that. I, I you know, new faces, new places that just becomes ample and more ample uh every year we get with the portal and, and guys changing. So um it's a great time of the year. We'll be back. Next week with Week One picks. Uh, anything else before we go?
1: I think we're good. I think we're, uh, we're we're doing well. I'm just trying to get Michael Harris home to win National League Rookie of the Year. That would be why. Would who, be nice. Who's
0: threatening? Who's threatening him?
1: Strider, his teammate. Just a question mm. of how the, how the voters view certain things. Do, do you view the everyday player who has yes his super plus defense and. Has a, has a, an, an OPS and sluggy percentage, I believe, still higher than, than, than Matt Olson,
0: and, and that 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 saves runs off of Strider's ERA every time he goes out. Right, the field. Exactly right.
1: He comes up with <laughs> clutch home runs last night on in a, uh, in, in a in a road game to to get them the win. Like we're, we're trying we're trying to get that home.
0: Nice comeback nice. for your Jets last night. Very no, nice.
1: I actually I actually put it on. After the uh, Rick Steves episode was over, I, I, I watched a little, I watched a little DVR uh, from what I missed from last week. I watched uh, uh, Dr. Pimple Popper was, was, was on DVR. I watched that. I watched last week tonight. So that, that killed, that killed some time. And, and then uh, right in time for Rick Steves when he did, de- it was uh, power, outside Paris. We went to some, so some, some Chartres and some other, places that were right in the greater area of Paris. And then um, wife went up to bed and then I I clicked on the, uh, I clicked on the jets.
0: Love it. Love to hear it. Um, all right. I'll stop. Oh, by, 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 by the way, here, here's
1: a, here's a question for you. Uh, speaking of bets, I got a nice little promo from FanDuel. that sent me a little flyer in the mail up to without uh, up to a thousand dollars. You could bet. Uh, you get a plus three hundred price boost on a uh, a team to win the Super Bowl. Who would uh, who would you have bet on if you could get any team at their current odds and then add plus three hundred to their number? Who would you bet? Ravens. Ravens. So I think that would have been like twenty five to one or twenty to one to. Okay, I took the Chiefs. Okay, I I already had the Niners at sixteen to one. I I, I'm 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 a little contrarian little. I think I'm higher on the Niners than a lot of people are this year, which is funny because I was completely oppo of that. Uh, Not really sure about Trey Lance, but I I think the the opportunity. If you're going to bet the Niners, you got to kind of bet them now because. You get the Bears in week one, who's a terrible team. You get the Seabags in week two, who are a terrible team. Like the train will have left the station if they if they opened 2-0 and he looks semi-good. So I bet I, I bet the bet the Niners. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna bet the Chiefs as well. I think their defense is gonna be better. Everyone's Definitely. gonna be on the everyone's gonna be on the Bills. So that's where I went.
0: Uh my favorite bet I've placed so far this year in mm-hmm. anything. Season win total, NFL. 10-1 to one Seahawks to have the worst record.
1: Yeah, I took the Bears take to one to have the worst record. Okay. But, but, but I mean, you talk about – I mean, they got no they got no chance. They got no at quarterback. Like, you can't play Drew Locke and Geno Smith and think that's going to work.
0: in mean, that division – they're not going to win a division game.
1: Even though I will say this, that being said, like, I can't wait for week one – of the NFL season for survival purposes there. You got all those road favorites. There is going to be absolute. I am staying far away from the Ravens. I am staying far away from the saints. I am staying far away from the Broncos. Like, like there is going to be absolute carnage with all those road favorites. Week one,
0: You can, okay. you can
1: have all of those teams. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay away.
0: Very good. Your guy, uh, your, your,
1: guy your guy, dangerous. Going up to the home of the twelfth man, Seattle, week one in the exactly. uniform. Can't. You, can't, you, can't, you can't see the Seahawks stepping up, bowing up once.
0: No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Tampa's at Dallas. Yep. Wow. That's the thing. It is
1: a it is a brutal, brutal, brutal loss uh, schedule of games rather than that stretch.
0: Wow! Great week
1: one and survive. I can't wait.
0: All right. Officially, that'll do it. We'll be in touch. Any questions about any teams, please hit us up on Twitter, at Chris Felica, at StanfordSteve82. My DMs are open. If you have anything, I'm always there. Um, So, uh, good luck, everybody. Have fun this weekend. And I can't wait to to watch some football. It's here. Bear, take us away.
1: Less you bet, more you lose when you win. You can listen or follow the Stanford Steve and the bear podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus don't miss more from Stanford Steve on ESPN sports center with Scott van Pelt and check out the bear on college game day on ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing your relationships, your skills, your customer base? How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.